Hello and welcome to the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. We're going to be doing a Doom Patrol 101. If you've never heard one of our 101s before, they're not to be great detail on all the history of the character, or in this case a team, but sort of a quick overview for people who know nothing about the Doom Patrol, know a little bit of history, some of the characters involved, and what they are all about. So, Zach, what's a little bit of history on the Doom Patrol? When did they start? Yeah, so they, they've been around for quite a while, actually. They were created by Arnold Drake and Bob Haney, who are the writers, and then Bruno Primani, who is the artist. And they've been around since June of 1963, when they debuted in My Greatest Adventure number 80. Yeah, um, and they're in broad structure. It's very sim- That's a few months before the X-Men. Right. Uh, and they've been compared a lot or, you know. Um, things like that, but it's it's a very similar premise in that there, a man in a wheelchair leads a team of misfits and outcasts and basically weird superheroes. It's it's in broad strokes, it is a very similar premise to the X Men, which came a few months later. Yes, exactly, and so it it was kind of popular, and it actually ended up they ended up renaming My Greatest Adventure to the Doom Patrol, and then focused just on them. Uh, six issues after they debuted, but then it got canceled in issue 121 in 1968 because it wasn't that popular anymore. So they had a good five-year run. That, um, that really is a good run for right, yeah. a, like a new team to have five years. You know, that not, not everybody can be action comics and just start an issue and last 80 years. That's tricky. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, they did. They were pretty popular there for five years. And then the the story of Doom Patrol is kind of that same cycle as they're they're kind of like a team that a lot of comic book artists and enthusiasts really love, but then they'll they'll bring them back in some different form and then they'll get kind of popular and then people will not like them anymore or it just won't sell as many issues as they want it to and it'll get canceled. So it's been through that cycle quite a few times, which you know happens to a lot of characters and teams, but um has happened quite a few times to the Doom Patrol. And most recently, they, they came back and relaunched under the Young Animal imprint. Uh, Gerard Way and Nick Darrington were hand, uh, heading that up. But just just not too long ago, they went on hiatus because Young Animal is shutting down the imprint um, like it was originally planned to. So they're going to be coming back at some point. But that's that's where they stand right now. But they've, uh, they've been pretty popular uh, since they relaunched in 2016. Um, and then outside of comics and other media, they've also showed up on the Teen Titans. Um, which actually shows Mento and Elastigirl. We'll talk about them in a little bit when we go through the characters, but actually showed that they raised Beast Boy, which is something that happens in the original comics. And so that's, that's a connection to Teen Titans that has been with the Doom Patrol since pretty much the beginning. And then they've also been in Batman, the Brave and the Bold, and they were in Justice League, the New Frontier. Yeah, and I think Batman, the Brave and the Bold, if you just want a good feel of the general team and the dynamics, that's a good episode for for the Doom Patrol. It, after the little Brave and the Bull teaser, they go in and it's it's got the original team of the Chief, Elastigirl, Robot Man, and Negative Man. It, it's got all of them in a in a quick little twenty minute episode. So that would be a good place to check out if you just want to get familiar with the characters. Yeah. So speaking of those characters, they they were dubbed very early on the world's strangest heroes, and that, <laughs> it plays out in different ways depending on who has control of the comic book at the time. But sometimes. Well, most of the time, the characters are pretty weird. There's some more weird characters than others, um, but they also just get put into really weird story situations and they have weird villains and stuff and just a lot of stuff that you won't see outside of the Doom Patrol in normal comics, probably. 
So uh, as you said before, the original team was the Chief, uh, Elastic Girl, Negative Man, Robot Man, Minto, and Beast Boy. And he was adopted by Elastic Girl and Minto. The current team right now is Robot Man, Negative Man, Crazy Jane, and Flex Mentallo. Um, but the upcoming TV show, which is kind of the reason we wanted to put this together because of the show that's coming to DC streaming service, the DC Universe, is going to have Niles Calder, who is the chief, uh, Elastigirl, Robot Man, Crazy Jane, and Negative Man. Yeah, and so weird characters just from their names alone. Uh, yeah. But what, what about their powers and abilities and everything? Yeah, so the chief uh, doesn't really have powers per se. He's just really, really smart. He has a genius level intellect. Um, he's very much, like you said, he is the guy in the wheelchair leading the team of people who have powers, and but he doesn't have any powers himself, actually. Um, Elastigirl can stretch, shrink, and grow to any size, and she's also super strong when she's stretched to be big, so her, her name is pretty self-descriptive. Robot Man is just a brain transported into a robot, and he has super strength because of being a robot, and he can do a bunch of robotic things, so it's like like cyborg but on a completely different level like there is nothing human about him except his brain <laughs> yeah so he's even extreme for the part man part machine things he's just a brain and so like he talks about how he can be attracted to women or how he can uh think food looks good but realizes he doesn't have a digestive system and right. things like that. so it's even more complex than than some of the gen more more well-known characters like cyborg like you said yeah and the reason he's just a brain and a robot is because he was in like a terrible accident and the chief actually put him back together as robot man. And that's kind of a recurring theme with the characters as is the chief finds people who have been in like terrible accidents or crazy things have happened and then they've been disfigured and they're kind of outcasts and, but they have powers because of these accidents a lot of times. And so he brings them together and kind of gives them a purpose and, and leads them on missions and stuff. Uh, crazy Jane is uh, a girl, she went missing when she was five years old, but she has split personalities and she has 64 of them. And so each one of those personalities has a different superpower. And it's it's weird and complicated. There's It's <laughs> called like the underground. There's this whole system of different like stations for each of the characters inside of her. And there's a bunch of stations that you see that you don't even like know who the characters are because they haven't been through all 64. Like there's a nun with a chainsaw, I think, at one of the stations. <laughs> Um, but yeah, one she of the, can, yeah, and she can go back and forth between personalities pretty quick. So, yeah. um, there's one point where she's, you can have a conversation with her and she'll flip back and forth between personalities from one sentence to the next or within a conversation. And it's really weird. And she's also almost incredibly overpowered because of all those personalities, because she, she can flip back and forth. And so, you know, there's an early issue where she's like, they need to translate something. Oh, I just switched to this personality and translated everything uh, they're really good at and so she has these specific powers or skill sets based on what is needed at that time right exactly like from your example there's one of her characters is mama pentecost who is yep. an expert like code breaker um and then but she also has a character called sun daddy who is like a giant person with a sun for a head who can throw fireballs so yeah there's everything in there and her dad is one of her characters and her other characters can kill different characters because he so she has like evil characters like her dad and then the good characters have to kill the bad characters so yeah it's really crazy really weird and like you said it she's very very powerful but it's also it's a little hard sometimes to you can't just make the 
the one character you want come out you can't right. only make the good characters come out so yeah she's she's definitely one of the more complex characters and if i say character one more time i might i go crazy so let's move on so negative man uh he must wear bandages at all times to keep him together because he was in a crazy accident involving some radiation um so he can fly and phase through solid objects and create energy um but so he has the the very iconic look of being covered in bandages kind of looks like the invisible man yeah and so that's the the main the main cast of the doom patrol it shows you how unique they are and different than just generic superheroes i guess even their their powers are kind of bizarre and everything uh i we won't get into the villains or anything i just think it's cool to to mention some of the more popular ones, uh, and just from the names, you can tell they're a little different too. Animal, vegetable, mineral man, <laughs> uh, General Zal, and Scissorman. They're they're some of the more popular ones, and just like the Doom Patrol, they are unique and strange, even by superhero standards. Yeah, definitely. And so, uh, some of the important storylines that have happened over the history of Doom Patrol, and maybe they'll draw from some of these on the TV show, maybe they won't, but right from the start, they were definitely unique in DC Comics because they fought amongst themselves and had lots of personal problems, which was something new to DC Comics that had been happening in Marvel, but it was it was new for a team to fight amongst themselves in DC at this time. And like I said, the chief was the one who went out and found disfigured people. Um, and then after they got canceled, and then post-crisis, they were more conventional superhero team and they kind of lost their weirdness and so that that kind of arc didn't last that long because there wasn't much to differentiate them when, once you made them normal right and that's a problem through doom patrol's history there's a couple times where it's they tried to revamp it and it almost made it more of a generic superhero team and that completely as much as i love generic superhero teams that completely loses the point of doom patrol and what makes them unique and so their run you know their original run and then when grant morrison took over and onto today with young animal when they're really weird that's when they're at their best because that's what makes them unique right exactly and so invasion was kind of the turning point and that's when grant morrison took over and he used those to make to make things really weird that's actually where crazy jane comes from because the the dominator's gene bomb is what creates her um but so he has some really unique villains like red jack who thinks he's Jack the Ripper and God. And then the scissormen, like you said, who live in the real world, but have scissors for hands that can cut people out of reality. So just insane things that when they happen, you like have to step back and think like, what, what is going on? What's <laughs> real? What's not real? Um, but then this was, this is the first time um, that the, it actually turns out that the chief was the one who caused all of the accidents to turn members into heroes. And so he's maybe not completely benevolent. And so, that's a storyline that actually pops up a lot um, in comics after this. And so uh, I'll be interested to see if that happens on the TV show as well. Uh, and then John Byrne came, he rebooted and he eliminated old stories from canon. People weren't happy about that. And then Infinite Crisis came and all the old teams were brought back into canon. So they weren't out of canon for very long. And then New 52, again, Chief is the one causing all the accidents for the team members. Um, so that storyline popped up a back. And then the current Young Animal run, it got really, really weird, probably weirder than Grant Morrison's, almost probably to the point of being like incomprehensible sometimes, <laughs> so maybe too weird. But the one of the, the main characters is Danny the Street, who is literally a street who like can think. He's a sentient street, and he cre also has the ability to create life, so he created Casey Brink to communicate through comic books. So the whole Doom Patrol comic book is like this street in new york 
trying to communicate with us. Um, but then he becomes an ambulance. So he's Danny the ambulance. So he is a, a literal ambulance that they can ride around in. Um, but in this storyline, they actually get asked to go on a mission by Calder, but they kick him out and he's no longer the leader. So um, I don't know if that will happen. I think they've, they've already cast the chief. I think he'll probably be an important character and it'll be more of the, the classic still leader of the team. Yeah. And what, so <laughs> bizarre is a good word to yeah. describe <laughs> Doom Patrol. And I think what I like about that is that carries over to every aspect. So everything's just a little bit different. The characters are a little bit different than the, or very different in some cases to a traditional superhero team. The villains are very different as well. And the storylines, they can do different things, do weird things and just try stuff out. Uh, sometimes it doesn't work, but a lot of, a lot of the time, if you're willing to go along for the ride, it can be a ton of fun uh, and, a, and a very unique thing. Right. And exactly. Like you said, it's, that's why it never worked when they tried to make them a conventional superhero team because that's not Doom Patrol. That's not what makes it Doom Patrol. So uh, hopefully we'll see a lot of that weirdness coming up. Um, they're going to appear in episode five of Doom Patrol of Titans on DC Universe. And then they've already been greenlit for a 13 episode series on that same streaming service sometime in 2019. Yeah. So uh, people are about to find out a lot more about the Doom Patrol. And I know, I know they've talked about how Grant Morrison's run and the original run will be used for inf inspiration. And so I, I think it's safe to say that it's going to be pretty weird and uh, they can do some fun things with these characters and this whole team. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to see, especially like Crazy Jane and Robot. Well, I guess everybody, all of the characters, just to yeah. see what they look like and how you actually get a real human being to portray the weirdness and insanity that can be Doom Patrol. Yeah, I, and I think they've, just because they're so unique, they have the potential for any one of them to pop. I know Crazy Jane definitely could, but it wouldn't surprise me if any of them become, became really popular just because they're so different. Exactly. All right. Well, that is all we have for today on the Doom Patrol. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back tomorrow.